In the following live session recording, Melita Thomas, VBS and Kids Specialist with LifeWay Resources in Nashville, talks about LifeWay's 2020 VBS sneak peek. It's never too early to start thinking about Vacation Bible School. And in this session, the listener will hear from a LifeWay specialist for a first look at Vacation Bible School for the summer of 2020. Let's join Melita now. Boy, I, I'm really glad to be here. It's been a while since I've been in Georgia, uh, but I'm going to call myself a hometown girl because I went to high school in Conyers. So I was like, oh, I know these roads when I got here last night. So uh, it's good to be home. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you guys came. I'm glad you're excited about BBS. I bring you greetings from the BBS team in Nashville. We just this week, like yesterday, we're in about a four-hour meeting that was presenting BBS 2021 to our management. And uh, it's, that's kind of the first major step toward the end of, of getting this finalized. And it caps off about five months that we've been working to develop something new and to discern what God's will is for the future because that's always the tricky part is you know, we don't just sit around and, and get on Pinterest and go oh this looks like a fun theme and oh we can tell some Bible stories that go together like this it's really a painstaking process to try to figure out where are we going to be in two years because only God knows that mm-hmm. and he knows exactly the child who's going to be sitting in your church who's going to connect with the story of the gospel for the first time. And he knows the dressing that it's going to take to touch that child's heart. He knows what it's going to take to craft those stories and to make them all make sense in a way that it clicks for the first time. So that's not something we can do, but that's something only God can do. And so I would just love if, as you guys are thinking, as you leave today or as you think about us in the the coming days and start thinking about BBS, that you just say a little prayer because it's it's we're right in the thick of it. But this is the very first time I get to talk about 2020, so I'm tickled to death. I'm excited. So I gotta shift gears and get all that future out of my head, and we're gonna get in the wild out of my head, and then I'm gonna talk to you about concrete and cranes. Because I am very excited. I, I, I love to get to, to share it for the very first time because again, it's like a two-year process that we've been working on this, and to actually see it come to fruition, you just kind of hope that. People don't look at it and go, oh, your baby's ugly. You know, because we worked a long time to birth this and get it here. And so here it is. It's here. And I think it's beautiful. And I hope you will love it, too. Um, You'll see a couple things right off the bat. And one is this is not your birthday party construction thing. Right? You, it's not yellow and black, it's not Tonka trucks, it, we, we're really careful here because there's a, there's a fine line here and even though construction is engaging to boys and girls, they kind of age out of it pretty quickly if it's just concrete, you know, if it's just a Tonka trucks, if it's just bulldozers and dump trucks and that kind of thing, then by about third, fourth grade, these guys are done with it. Not really, not for you. I'm hoping. We say that because the kids have so much they do. But when my kids were small, which wasn't that far back, Mm -hmm. I remember I always kept my Duplo blocks and my Legos and all downstairs because Mm -hmm. Monday through Friday, they they cannot use games and all that other stuff. And my son had a group of teenage boys over, and they was in like 10th, 11th grade. And I see them all on the floor, 
playing with my tuck control, <laughs> the blow, and building stuff. Matter of fact, uh -huh. one of them is now an architect. Oh, I love it. But it was about four or five of them, and I go like, oh, uh -huh. I thought they grew out of this. Uh -huh. Is that they don't want you to see them playing with them. Right, right. So they don't really grow out of it. I love it. That's great. Well, that's that's good. That's reassuring. I didn't say anything. I just walked right <laughs> in. I just let them go. I love it. Well, that's what we're hoping, too. We, we intentionally went with... Uh, more of a, an engineering and an architecture kind of thing. You know, what we're looking at is constructing big stuff. Uh, it's not really home renovation. This is not HGTV. This is big, huge, massive concrete cranes, rivets, rebar, all of the heavy machinery. And the, the, the 90s kid in me wants to, to do the old Tim the Toolman Taylor and just go, arr, 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 arr. Because this is this kind of thing. This is a more power kind of thing. So you're going to see a lot of things that are intentionally designed to help that fifth, sixth grade boy who's going to be, at least on the surface, too cool for Bible school, trying to give him something to attach to. We've also had to balance that out with a lot of the misconception that this is just for boys, which we know is, is not. You know, there's the, this kind of a thing that, uh, you know, we have to be careful because there are lots of women who are in architecture, construction, engineering. This is not a man's world here that we're living in. Uh, but we do want to, to be careful to make sure that we represent that well in our churches because there are some little boys and, and little girls who may not get into construction. That's okay. There's something here for everybody. So you'll see in our color palette a lot of very bright beautiful colors. Uh, if you're concerned about that being the case for girls in your church, then I'd suggest to decorate one of your areas as um, the interior design shop. Maybe it's a, a storehouse, a warehouse where you've got um, uh, odds and ends of fixtures, you know, lamps, uh, wallpaper samples, paint swatches, fabric Samples. Or you could be building an American Girl doll. There you go. I mean, there's lots of <laughs> options here. So that, that gives us a lot of freedom there to make sure that we really expand because this is something I, I think that uh, the idea of building, constructing, creating is not something we grow out of. And I think it's something that we were endowed by our Creator with. That's one of the things that makes us like Him is our ability to create, to derive satisfaction from doing something with our hands seeing something where there once was nothing. Those are, those are God-given traits, and that's something that I want us to embrace. So Concrete and Cranes looks a little bit like that, and you may have already seen this video, but I wanted to show you an overview video that just kind of sets the tone for what this kind of looks like, what it feels like, and then we'll, we'll get into the, the nitty-gritty of it.
the theme verse, by the way. That'll be really helpful in memorizing it. So I, really, by the end of day one, all the kids are going to have it memorized. This is going to be super easy. Now, this in the, that's in the Holman, or excuse me, the, the CSB. And we also offer it in KJB, but of course, we had to just pick a translation. So uh, CSB, so they'll have memorized it uh, that way in the song. Also, you got to see all of the songs, all five daily songs, as you were coming in early today. And each of those songs has at least a portion of the bonus verse for every single day written into it. So that's one of the beauties of LifeWays VBS as opposed to another publisher is the music is really designed to teach and it's to designed to make that application of that Bible truth for that day. So the songs are written specifically to underscore what kids are learning that day. So it's not just taking a song that happens to you know, be close to this theme or it happens to be something they've heard somewhere else. It's really designed to teach, to reinforce that. So as they're learning these songs, they're cementing truth here, but also here. It's going to stick with them for the rest of their lives. So that's what they're carrying with them. So it's very important that we come alongside and, and everything that we're doing during VBS is reinforcing the same Bible truth all day long. So you've got a Bible story that's one tool. You've got a game that's another tool. You've got an activity, a small group activity, a Bible study. That's a tool that's using. You've got music that's a tool. And they're all intentionally aligned to that same thing. So that's, I think, a big strength that you'll see here uh, with Concrete and Cranes. And I love that there's scripture built into all of them, too. So that's, that's going to be lots of fun. Let's talk a little bit about these Bible truths that we're going to infuse in the lives of kids. We're really getting to look here uh, this year. This is our motto, Jesus, our strong foundation. And that is the capstone, as it were, for all of what we're talking about in BBS. We wanted kids to see, as we began to see, and I'm sure you feel this tension too, we have so many kids who feel like, I have to be this in order to win the approval of my peers, or I've got to make sure my social media is carefully curated so that I have this image that people have of me, whether that's true or not. This is who I'm, I'm telling the world that I am. And in that kind of a culture, there's a real danger for the individual, for the soul, that we decide erroneously that we've got to be something in order for God to accept us or love us. Or if I can just 
do enough good things, that's how I'll get to heaven. Or if I can just make somebody think I'm walking the, the straight and narrow, that's enough, right? So we're trying to help deconstruct that a little bit for kids and say, Jesus is the only foundation that you need to be building your life on. And it starts with his love, because guess what? We're not worthy of it, but he gave it to us anyway. And so each of these days is going to focus on how his love is the thing that transforms us, is the thing that becomes this foundation we build our life on. And so we wanted to reinforce that with our motto. He's our strong foundation. Our, our um, verse comes out of Philippians it's chapter 1, verse 6, and you heard it in the theme song, I'm sure of this. That he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And I love so many things about this. One, I love being sure of it. Because it's when the storms of life come that you're really tested, right? You have to come back to who am I and, and, and who I am kind of falls apart unless who I am is rooted in who Christ is. My identity has to be found in Christ to weather the storms of life. And I love that he who started the work is going to complete it. It's not up to me to build my life or to fashion it because Jesus is perfection. He is an unmeetable goal in our own strength. We cannot be like him because we are sinful. But it's God who does the perfecting. It's God who does the work. It's God who does the redeeming. And that's incredibly freeing to me. And I think there are a lot of kids who need to hear and to understand the beauty of that truth. That I'm not in this alone and I don't have to make myself. This is a thing that God can do and He'll do because He loves me. That's a good word. Our Bible content, each day we're, we're focusing on uh, the blueprint, basically. How is it that we're building our life on Christ? And uh, so we start with some very core foundational kinds of truths. And one of them is illustrated in this beautiful story as Jesus began his earthly ministry, he started calling out disciples, right? And one of the first that he chose was Matthew. And the word here chose is important because it says to him, it says to us, there's something about Matthew that Jesus saw that other people didn't see. And it's, it's important for us as we help kids to discover that Jesus chooses them too. Even though there's nothing special about Matthew. In fact, Matthew is a tax collector, so everybody that you know is around him hates him because he's a Jewish man working to take money for the Roman government. So he's a traitor, and he's you know taking my money. He's a thief. I, you know, we, this uh, uh, this guy this this guy doesn't fly. He's not welcome in any of our social events. He's not welcome in his own home. He's not welcome in his own family. This guy is not the one that if you were going to choose a close friend, you wouldn't choose Matthew. And yet Jesus did. So he comes in uh, and, and says, leave everything and follow me, which is a difficult thing. Not just for Matthew, but for all of the disciples to do, but to leave it there. Uh, and Matthew ends up then hosting a banquet, and Jesus and the other disciples come. And you know the reaction of the whole town was, why is Jesus eating with sinners? This is, not, this is not something he needs to do. And Jesus' rhetoric is, I didn't come for, the, uh, for the, the, the well. I came for the sick, 
right? I came for the people, the sinners. I came for the people who need this message. And this is who you are. This is the lost. This is the, this is the sick. This is the tax collector. That's who we are. Uh, we can't make ourselves. We can't earn our own righteousness. So Jesus comes for Matthew and Jesus comes for us too. And so the point for this day is that Jesus chooses to love me. I can't earn it. It is God who has given me worth. Uh, I, I am not worthy on my own, but God made me, therefore I am valuable. I'm special. I don't have to do anything to earn your, your love. I don't have to do anything to earn Jesus' love. He gives it to me freely because I am God's creation. That's pretty incredible. And I love this. The, the bonus verse for this day is John 15, 9. As the Father has loved me, so I also have loved you. And then just rest it. Remain in my love. Uh, the, the song for day one starts off, As the Father has loved me, I have also loved you. These are words straight from Jesus. These are words full of truth. He says, remain in my love, remain in my love. So the whole first verse and the chorus are crafted around this entire verse. That's great. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. That's going to be awesome as kids are learning that truth and letting it sink into their life. So that's the beginning. Jesus chooses us, not of our own merit, not because we've done anything right, not because we are alone, special, or worthy, but because he has deemed it so. Hey guys, come in. We just started talking about day one, so you're right on time. Our day two is a uh, build a little bit more on this. Jesus chose Matthew, he's choosing me, he chooses to love me, and here we have, uh, sorry I went too fast, a foundation of forgiveness which is huge because again if we follow right on the heels that that next logical step if I can't do anything to earn it I'm recognizing what I'm, I'm a sinner and in in that recognition I immediately need forgiveness God's forgiveness so we have a foundation of forgiveness and we're using the story of Paul um, now we're not taking necessarily the Damascus Road story as, as our approach, we're actually pushing it back a little bit in, further into Acts, and this is when Paul is called to stand before King Agrippa, and he has to give an account of what happened to him. So Paul gets to tell his story of what Jesus did to change his life before all of these officials, and he begins to tell, uh, tell the story after being arrested and after being brought there, and he says, you know me. You know who I am. You know what I've done. You know I was a, a student of Gamaliel. I mean, like the ultimate, ultimate Hebrew teacher. I was his, his pupil. I've learned all of this. I persecuted people who went against our understanding of the Jewish law and, and who were claiming that Jesus was the Messiah. I mean, I'm, I'm in it. You know what I've done. You know who I am. But let me tell you what you don't know. Let me explain to you what happened. Let me tell you about the change that's taken over my life. And he begins to tell that whole story of what happened to him on the road to Damascus. And um, basically, just, just saying after this radical transformation happened, the only thing I have to do is to obey. All I can do is to obey what Jesus has asked me to do, which is to go into all of the world and tell them who Jesus is. And so Paul has a very dramatic experience, but uh, I, I love that there's a simplicity 
here in the, in the takeaway because we don't all have dramatic conversion experiences like that, but we each have our own story. And helping kids see that forgiveness and having a story to tell is, a, is an act of obedience. I can tell what's happened to me. I can't explain it, but I can tell you that I'm different because of who Jesus is. So that's a pretty cool one to start off with. And the core truth there that we want kids coming away with is that Jesus loves me regardless of my sin. There's, there's nothing so bad that I have done that I can make him stop loving me. That's huge. Huge truth. Because a lot of kids are coming saying, you don't know me. You may see me on Sunday mornings and you think you know me, but you don't really know me. Or, I'm coming here to your church for the first time and you really don't know me. You don't know what my life is like. You don't know what my home is like. You don't know what I've done. Surely there are things that I have done or things that have happened to me that are going to make where God doesn't love me. I've been abused. I've been neglected. I've been whatever. I've been told I'm unloved. Therefore, you know, God, there's, there are things in my life that are going to prevent God from loving me. And that is absolutely, 100%, not the truth. Right? So I love being able to, to teach kids that. There's nothing so bad that God can't redeem. God proves his own love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. What a great truth. And we get to see that, that piece of that verse also in the day two song. So building on that, we now have a, a foundation of worth. We had love and forgiveness. Now we've got a foundation of worth. And this, of course, we're setting ourselves up because this is day three, so we're getting ready to tell the story. We're getting ready for our gospel presentation, either on this day or day four, whichever one you choose. So we've got here, Jesus is here on his last night with the disciples. He's leaving the upper room. He's headed to the garden. He takes three of the disciples with them and tells them to start praying, right? So they start praying. He goes off to pray, and he is agonizing over this. And the, the point, which I'll go ahead and show you the point, then I'll go back, is that Jesus chose to die for me. So we get to tell kids an unusual part of this story. Um, uh, I have heard my friend Bill Emiot, who's down the hall teaching, uh, talk many times about the time that he saw the movie The Passion of the Christ. And he said, I saw it once, and I don't ever need to see it again. Because that was enough. Once was enough. But he said, I loved um, the depiction, even though it was horrific. The depiction in, in that particular movie of the crucifixion was there at the end. As he had carried his cross and he'd been beaten and it was awful and it was gory and it was gross. And then there it is. And he said, as a kid, I always thought that it was those mean old soldiers who dragged him kicking and screaming and held him down as he fought for his life. And they are the ones who killed him, and I wanted to blame them. He said, but in the movie, he crawled and put himself on the cross. And he said, that's the image that I want to remember, is that Jesus chose to die for me. And Jesus knew what was going to happen to him even here in the garden. And he wrestled with that in his humanity. He prayed and he asked God to let this cup pass from me because he knew what was coming. And yet he still loved us enough that he chose to do that. And that's incredible. And so I'm excited to tell kids not about the gore, not about the, the, the horrificness of the cross, but to tell them that Jesus knew full well what was coming and he still did it for you. 
for me. That's amazing. So I think this sets us up so well for our, our gospel presentation uh, on this day or on the next day and underscoring again that Jesus chose to die for us. And using this verse to, to help underscore that, that no one has greater love than this. This is the ultimate act. There are people who say, I love you, but who would die for you? Jesus. That's the kind of love that's worth building our lives on. Moving on, we have day four, the foundation. Excuse me, I don't know why that did that, but it's Jesus' resurrection and promise. I've got my timing off, I think. The, a foundation of promise. And we have the story here of Jesus' resurrection and the promise. So this is, uh, in this particular account, it's the it's Sunday morning. We have Jesus and we have, uh, sorry, we have Mary and we have Mary, the mother of James, in this particular account. And they come to the tomb. They see the angel sitting there. The angel is the one who tells them that Jesus has risen, sends them off to tell the disciples, and uh, gives them the instruction that they're to tell the disciples to meet Jesus in Galilee. So we know he's coming. The disciples do that. They travel to Galilee. They see Jesus there. And then they receive instructions from Jesus of what to do next. And then the promise that he will be with them always. So we've got the promise of the Holy Spirit. We've got the, uh, the command to go into all the world and to preach the gospel and to make disciples and all that good, good stuff that's happening there. So we have here um, a reassurance in this account that even though we've messed up, even though we do wrong things, even though our sin separates us from God because of what Jesus did, there's forgiveness, there's hope, there's love. Jesus will always love me. He loves me now. He loves me in the future. He sends me a helper who will be with me and walk this road with me. It's a very, very helpful uh, or very, very important promise. We use the, the bonus verse here, Matthew 28. This is right at the tail end of the story. And Jesus says this. To, this is the promise he gives to his, to his disciples. He gives it to us as well. Remember, I am with you always to the very end of the age. And so we kind of have now a, a pause. That would be a great place to stop. And this is helpful for churches that just do four days of VBS. You can kind of stop there. It kind of puts a bow on it. But I love that we're going to add one more because we're looking then about our foundation for life. So it doesn't just stop here. And we have this story of the wise and foolish builders. And we don't often do parables in VBS. It gets a little tricky because we're teaching kids. And so we always are, are very careful to say, uh, you know, the things that are in the Bible are true and really happened. Well, this, I mean, this is a story. There really weren't two men who were building a house, one on the sand and one on the rock. But Jesus really told this story. So he's communicating a truth here, and we have to explain to kids what a parable is, why Jesus taught this. But here we have a story he told about the two builders. And he said that everyone who would heed or who would hear his words and then act on them is going to be like the wise man. The wise man built his house on the rock. The foolish man built his house on the sand. When the wind and storms came, you know what happens. Kind of like the three little pigs. That's great. <laughs> the kids are going to relate to that. They all know that story. What happens when the winds blow? Well, this, the one built on the sand just collapses. But the one that built, that's built on the rock is the one that lasts. And so we're going to help kids understand that if people will listen and obey, 
what Jesus taught, then they are going to have a life that is built on solid ground. It's a foundation. It's built, it's built on all these things we've talked about for the first four days of BBS. This is our foundation. And once we're here and we're anchored and we've drilled down deep and we've pulled, put the rebar in, we ain't going nowhere. So life can come at us, but we are anchored and sure and strong. And so our point for this day is that Jesus' love is the foundation for the rest of my life. It's a great place uh, to, to end, a great bow to put on this week of VBS. And our bonus verse here is 2 Timothy 3.14. As for you, continue in what you've learned and firmly believed. And uh, you know those who taught you. So that's our Bible content. Make sense? Feels good, right? I like having a, a, a foundational approach. I love being able to help kids understand this is this is what dis- discipleship looks like. This is what Christianity looks like. So many times we use VBS, I think, to get us to what we think is a finish line, which is salvation. And we want them to make this decision, and, and that's a great aim for VBS. But then we kind of drop it a lot of times. And we say, this is the goal, we're done. And then we leave them there. But there's so much more to this story. And so I love that this sets it up perfectly for follow-up, for things that happen in the rest of the summer, and sets you up for what you do with the rest of the years that you have with this child. Because you can build on this kind of foundation. So that's pretty cool. Uh, let's take a look at the look for concrete and cranes. Now that we know the core, the foundation. I'll show you some of the sites and we'll, we'll walk through them. This one is Worship Rally. High Steel Worship Rally. Pretty cool. Uh, I love the, the, the backdrop. We wanted to, I think about the, um, oh, what was it? Maybe the, the 20s, maybe? When they were building the Empire State Building and they had, you know, the classic black and white picture of all of the, the steel workers sitting out on that long I-beam, you know, 40 stories up off the ground, and they're all sitting there with their legs dangling with their thermoses in their lunchbox. And that's kind of that feel. We wanted it not down in the dirt, not with a cement mixer and, and, and excavating, but we wanted it up because we want to, we're building on the foundation. So after that foundation has been laid, we get to build up, and we've got kind of, you know, 30 floors up. So we were able to represent that with these I-beams, which this year we built out of plywood so that you could walk on them, stand on them, sit on them, uh, take a picture on them, which is kind of fun. And then these cranes. And um, soon, I think in either mid-September or 1st of October, uh, we'll have at lifeway.com slash BBS, we'll have the full site transferred over, and we'll have decorating videos up, and you'll be able to see these. This one actually works, which is cool. It has a little DC motor that's pulling the, a pulley system back behind that crane, and that load is going up and down, which I think is awesome. And uh, we've got all of the, the tools to help replicate this on the DVD-ROM that's in the decorating book, like, you know, just like we were talking earlier, how you kind of paint by number. You trace it, you paint it, and you're done. So all of these pieces are there, all of the diagrams, so it should be very easy to put together. But I wanted to show you this one thing. This is pretty cool. This city scene, not the sky backdrop behind it, but the city scene is the super-duper-sized backdrop. This year has a brand-new size. It you know, used to be six panels long, and they were, what, six feet tall? And 
three feet wide each panel. And so you could, you know, make a pretty huge scene. But we kept seeing so many churches who were putting it onto plywood or insulation board and, and, and wanted to be able to have something that it, I could buy the backdrop once and then just put a new the new art on it every year. But I, you know, I'm gonna build a framework that's gonna be able to store year after year after year. So we made these a standard size. So they're now, each panel is eight feet tall and four feet wide, just like a sheet of plywood or just like a sheet of insulation board. So there's, you don't have to cut it or figure out how am I gonna paint out the bottom or add to it or hide it with some you know, bushes or thing. Now it just fits right on that panel. So that's pretty cool. And if you didn't know, you can buy the just the art online. So you don't even have to buy the physical poster, but you can have the art and then have it printed 40 feet tall if you wanted it to. So that's that's pretty cool. So we actually took the art and then had it printed onto foam board for us so we didn't even have to paint that sky that city sky backdrop. So we wanted it to be really easy just to put up the super duper backdrop, put some I-beams out in front of it, and we're done. So I think that's going to be really helpful this year. We used that cityscape a lot, um, you'll see, throughout our, our decorations. Bible study is blueprint Bible study. This is inside a contractor's trailer, uh, but this could very, uh, very easily go in a full-on architecture route. It could go the, the interior decorator space. It really you know, doesn't matter. Uh, which way you go, but we went uh, to the contractor trailer, so it's a works, it's a job site. The trailer is there, and this is the interior, so we've got a big um, wardrobe box from the U-Haul store that already is kind of scored to open up that way, and so then we just rolled up some bulletin board paper, and it's blueprints, right? Just painted up, put a sign on it. The posters that you see here, here, and here are from the visual pack. So they were intentionally designed to be able to be put up in your Bible study area on the walls, and all of a sudden, this whole room becomes your trailer. So the, one looks like a bulletin board, the others are, are schemas for architects. We've got a great calendar here. We were able to reuse the pegboard we had in our clubhouse from Galactic Starveyors and just hang some tools on it, so that's kind of cool. Uh, these two boxes are the kind that you would pack cups in. You know, if you bought it at the, at the shipping store, you know, it usually has the grid inside that you would drop your dishes down. They were the perfect height for um, file cabinet. So we just put a little desktop on top of it. And I like that you've got, recognize him? Remember what year that was from? Submerged, yeah. A little Rufus. A shout out to our little, our goldfish pet. But you have, here's some plans. You've got the 3D model. And then out the window, you see it coming to life. So that's kind of Cool. You get a little hint of construction, but an interior location. And I like having blueprints as part of Bible study, because that's what we're talking about. How do we build our life on this? What's the plan? Where do we find the blueprint? In the Bible. So it's perfect for Bible study. Uh, next step is crafts, and you'll see we kind of kept them fairly generic, all of the rotations. I mean, this is a construction theme, so they're all going to have basically the same kind of elements. You're going to have some sort of cityscape, some sort of building in process, but then each location has a new vehicle, a new heavy-powered, high-powered machinery. So this one has a bulldozer. I love it with a little claw arm. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, the missions one 
is an excavator. This art is available on the decorating disc. This is as well. These are recycle bins that we found at Lowe's and we taped them off and we spray painted them so that all of a sudden they became construction barrels. So they're just trash cans. And then found the, the fencing back in the you know, fencing section at Home Depot. So there you go, You very quick and easy ways to rope off an area, slap a vehicle up there and you're done. So super, super simple. Uh, Jackhammer music, same thing. We've got some, a backdrop that was very similar to the crafts one. We've got a few styrofoam rocks here. We've got a couple of signs. You've got your, your vehicle and you're done. Uh, food truck, I love snacks. We were able to replicate this. This one is huge. Uh, you can make it as big as you want. I think it's kind of cool to build it up about, so this is a panel here. So this one's sitting at about uh, maybe five feet at the top, maybe four feet at the bottom. So you can cut out that window if you wanted to and put this whole thing up in front of a snack counter or your the, the counter for your coffee bar or whatever that's already at church and could serve through the window to kids, which is kind of fun. You could put a little awning over the, the top coming out so they could come up under that awning and, and get to their snacks. So it's, you know, lots of fun ways. You could also do this very simply with dressing out a, a cart, like putting a windshield visor, that silver visor, wrapping a, a kitchen cart with it, maybe attaching an umbrella that's open to the top of it, and it's, it's a food truck, it's a food cart that you're serving snacks from. So you can kind of dress it out any way you want to. Uh, the wrecking ball, this one's gonna be fun. Wrecking ball wreck. Anybody decorate for wreck? I don't either. But I decorate for my check-in area, and so I like having the rec ideas to put somewhere else in my church, because I'm going to do common areas, hallways, foyer, those kinds of things. And wrecking ball is just fun. But I wouldn't suggest, when you do a wrecking ball, that you hang it up slightly out of reach, because this one gets crazy and out of control pretty quickly as little boys come running in and everybody's trying to jump it and hit it and all over. That's just a chain, a length of chain with a beach ball that's been spray painted. So it's very simple to do. But wrecking ball wreck is that. Now of course we've got some ready-made decorations that are going to be super easy. I apologize this one says in the wild but we don't, I don't have the art, the photograph for concrete and cranes yet. But we'll have a new one for concrete and cranes. We'll still have the welcome one and just like in years past if you bought these last year or during game on and you already have the stand the flag is all you need. You can just add to it. You don't have to buy the hardware. So you can get just the flag or you can get both and expand your collection. Now here's the one I'm really excited about. I love this enormous inflatable wrecking ball because it is about this tall, so it would be about that wide. I mean, it's enormous. This is going to be great. This will be a lot of fun in your worship rally to start, you know, having them bouncing it and everybody's hitting the ball all over the sanctuary, or you could hang it from the ceiling, you could hang it from your lighting grid, you could hang it off the balcony, you could hang it from a railing in your entryway or in your worship rally because it's enormous. And you could even, if you're feeling really brave, could create out of cardboard boxes a structure that kind of mimics a skyscraper and then put this out here and let kids knock it down, rebuild it for the next person, knock it down, rebuild it, and that's going to be endless entertainment. So rather than them climbing 
you know, running up the steps or climbing up the walls, give them something to do with that energy. That would be great. Another thing like that is if you've got those bases, you know, the big Lego bases, you can use Modulus tape or 3M strips and put them up, up a section of wall and a big tub of Legos and let kids build out and up right up on the wall and that's going to keep them again entertained too. So if you've got a lot of downtime or kids who come super early and you're not ready for them yet, there are a lot of great themed ideas that you can do to, to keep them engaged and not running around like crazy people, which is what normally happens, right? Next up, I love this one too. This one is a little construction barricade and it's made all out of uh, cardboard. So it comes, all the pieces, you know, fold out and they're packaged in a box and it's flat and then you take it out and you fold them up together and then you've got this great one. This is size, it comes with two little signs. There's concrete and cranes that can go on both sides. But this one also works really well, not just as decoration, but putting it out in the hallway and then putting the, the location signs or the rotation signs on them, it's kind of like a little easel for your for signage. So if you needed to help people know, you know, down this hall or check in is this way, and you've got the arrow, that's perfect. Or if you wanted to put them outside the hallway or outside of each classroom, and this is the first grade room, this is the second grade room, or marking the end of a pew in your worship rally so that they know where to come. This is great, it's perfect for this. Uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I think it will make it all easy to decorate. It's about this tall. Okay. I have to, whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about three feet. Okay. And so, and it's it's slim. It doesn't you know come way out. It's it kind of has a slim profile, so it doesn't stick far out sure. from the wall. So it's a it's it's a great little little piece and super simple. Uh, it, opening it up. I didn't even have to read the directions to put it together. It just kind of is intuitive. You see, it's all scored, so you know where to fold over, and it's got the little, the flap and the slit, so you know exactly how to put it together, even without instructions. Though there are instructions there. <laughs> uh, next up, the backdrops. We've got the, I uh, mentioned the Super Duper, which is enormous this year, so that's fantastic. And you can see how we how we did it in worship rally, now that you see the whole thing, we just kind of came along with a jigsaw and cut, cut out along the, the big chunks and then had a big section of wall that went up even higher that was green and with the clouds and the backdrop. But it's not even necessary. You can use it just as it is with it just squared off. So that makes it uh, very, very easy as well. And then the, the smaller one, the supersized, is perfect for your Bible study area and that becomes a great focal wall because pretty much if I put it right at the top of this whiteboard it would go all the way to the floor and it's going to be 18 feet across or right yeah so this would fill up this whole space and I can have Bible study right out here in front so it's still a six panel uh, sorry it's a three That's so a it would be one. sorry it would be yeah. Like three feet is nine feet. Yes, it would be nine feet. I was thinking, I couldn't remember if they were three feet wide or four feet wide, but yeah, three. So nine feet wide, sorry, and six feet tall. So perfect, perfect way to, to scale that. So everybody feeling good? Feel confident? Like, oh yeah, we can totally decorate for this. This is going to be super easy. Uh, well, I wanted to show you a couple quick things. There's a, a few changes. One is what used to be called the Jumpstart Kit is now called the Director's Kit. It's the exact same thing, it just has a new name to help people who are not used to LifeWay VBS. Because we've got 
a preschool starter kit and a kid starter kit, and then we had this jump start kit, and people were saying, well, what's, what's up with all the starts? Too many starts and too many kits, and so, okay, this one is for directors, so let's just call it the director's kit. So this one is available um, October 15th, so it's coming up pretty quickly, and this is what you need to get started for planning. So it's got an administrative guide, it's got a decorating made easy, you get a sample of both the preschool and the children's music, you get a, a sample of the preschool and the children's and the brand new preteen activity books. Those are the student take home pieces. You get special, some special director's things, a poster, a keychain, and a building block that other that's the Lego that's that, yeah, that's a, just a generic name for Lego, right? A building block highlighter. So it's a section that, are, that connect. You can stick all the little highlighters together. We're going to have some for kids and they, oh, they are, are actually it's an actual highlighter. So as you're going through your administrative guide, going through your calendar, you've got your tool there that you need for planning. So a little highlighter, but it, it looks like a little Lego and you can build with it. Uh, and then the catalog there. Now this is cool because the bag is a real tool bag. So you can also get just the bag too if you wanted. And then we've got our starter kits. And I put two on there so that you're not confused. It, it's hard for me now because we don't have a store. So I don't know what it looks like on the shelf. So I want to show you both sides, front and back. So that way if you see it online and, and it, one of them looks like this and one looks like this, you're not confused. It One side is like this. And when you turn it around, the other side is like that. And that's just so, so that. But you got three colors up there. Mm -hmm. One is pre-K, one of them is. Yes, one is preschool, and one is the grade school, first through six, and then one is Spanish. Spanish, okay, so there are three options there. So you may just be used to ordering one preschool and one children, but Spanish also has a starter kit as well, and it comes with all preschool and children and everything they need in one. So we'll blow them out a little bit. The preschool one, which is the orange one, has all of this stuff in it. All of this stuff in it. Let's see, there it goes. So you're getting one of everything you need to get started, right? So it may not be everything that you would need for your whole VBS. Like in my church, we have a threes class and a pre-K class and a kindergarten class, or depending on enrollment, sometimes we have two kindergarten classes. So one starter kit gets us started, but then we still need to buy a leader pack and a, and a, and a learner book and you know, for all the extra classes that we need. So you're getting the leader guide right there, which has the Bible study teaching resources for babies through twos, for threes to pre-K, and for kindergarten, or I like to say rising first graders. That helps me remember. It's not incoming kindergarten because there's so many things that they need to be able to read and write already for, for their activities. So that helps me keep it in, in mind here. So each of the leader guides, then you get the leader packs that have your Bible story pictures, that have your game boards, that have your focal wall, that have the sequencing cards and the memory cards and all the games and things that are written into the session, all that's in there. And then you have a activity, an activity book, that's the new name for it this year, sorry, the preschool activity book, same one for threes to pre-K and same one for kindergarten. The preschool keepsake book is the learner piece for babies through twos. It also is a great memory maker for all preschoolers. It has their Bible story stuff, but it's you know things that let you put you know a picture of my child at BBS in it. And I'm going to make something with 
their handprint and they're going to get just to scribble or they're going to add stickers or they're going to do art so a lot of parents want that keepsake of my child's first VBS so regardless of, of your preschool age you can use that and then it has everything you need for rotations so good rule of thumb is uh, rotations you just basically need one per church because those pieces then come out and I'm going to hand the music stuff to my music leader or my hand it unless like my church, all of our preschool teachers have to do it all because we don't rotate our preschoolers. So in my church, we have to buy additional packs because me as the kindergarten director is going to need all of this plus this. But my four-year-old teacher is going to need all of this plus this. So we just add it on. So we have one pack per classroom and one leader guide per teacher and then one activity book per kid. So it just kind of scales that way. Same thing with kids. They're going to get everything they need for one class of first and second graders, third and fourth graders, is it not doing it? There it goes. And one for preteens. So same thing. They get a leader guide, though every teacher in that class is going to need a leader guide. But you get one in the kit. You're going to need a pack for every room. There's a pack for every room there. If you've got first and second graders together, if not, you're going to need an extra pack. Making sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. And then this year we have we've got the activity book, which used to be for grades one through six, is now just for grades one through four, because preteens finally have their very own. So you don't expect a sixth grader to still be engaged with what had to be appropriate for a first grader. Yeah, so now fifth and sixth graders have their own. So praise the Lord. That's going to be a great help for them. And then you also get all of your rotation resources as well. So, making sense so far? So good, right? Nothing's really changed except the inclusion of a couple of other little things here. Here's where it starts to get brand new. Because not only do we have these as options this year, but we also have, for the first time ever, a multi-age group. So, if your church says, I want first through fourth graders all together in the same room because I only have... 15 kids in that age who are coming anyway. Now there is a, a leader guide and a leader pad designed just for that because it's hard to take something written for this group and adapt it to a big one, right? So we've done the hard work for you. There still may be some adapting, but this is suitable for uh, multi-age preschoolers. Could be two or three-year-olds all the way through rising first graders. So you've got activities that scale and that are designed to work well for all preschoolers in a room together. Same thing here, multi-age leader guide for kids will help you scale first to sixth grade all together in one classroom. So they have their, their own leader guide, their own leader pack, but you still get to use the activity packs, the kids' pieces are the same as the, as the closely graded. So you would just add those on. How much? I don't do mm -hmm. ages together, but we do a rotation for Bible study, so that would be perfect. That would be perfect, absolutely. Trying to pick yep. I mean, first, second, or third, or fourth, whatever. Yep, that and would I be perfect. I do a separate preschool and a separate children, but what, how much, so the leader, the activity pack, um, what would you compare, I mean, I realize it's still going to have the teacher pictures, Yes. Uh, Bible story pictures. Uh -huh. It still has all those kind of stuff. You're still going to have a focal wall poster that's in there, and okay. a lot of them have something that's interactive. So you're adding on a piece each day, or you're right, left right, in a flag, right. or, or whatever. Yes. You're still going to have any of the game boards that 
This one is not a, um, a one that picks price? and chooses. It's the it's same price, and it's the same format, but it's brand new. This was written specifically for this age group. It wasn't like we took something from all three ages and just kind of smushed them in together. This is a brand new write just for this, this kind so of format. So you can use that first through six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah, so that helps. Uh, that gives us a lot of flexibility. It's great for a small church or small BBS. It's great for a rotation. It's great for a mission trip when you just don't know and everybody's going to all be in one together. And so this becomes a really good option uh, for a lot of people. Uh, I already mentioned the the different learner pieces, but I'll show them to you. There they are. There's the the one uh, the memory book, the keepsake book. For babies through twos, there's the preschool one, here's the kids' activity book, and then we have the brand new VBX preteen activity book. And so they look very different. They're, so there should be you know, hard to remember which one goes with which. So that should be very easy. Now there's something else that's brand new this year. Uh, in the past there used to be a little you know, a little die cut, a little memory verse mm -hmm. thing about a little ball chain. Well, that has gone away, and we are doing something brand new this year, a memory maker. And you can kind of tell here, uh, this, this, there's a little, re uh, not rectangular, triangular carabiner that every kid gets, and then there's a set of six tags. The, there's a preschool set and there's a kid set. The preschool one has a picture of something from the Bible story each day. So kids can look at the picture and review the Bible story from the whole week. The kids one has a word. So like love, forgiveness, worth, but the, the point has a piece, a word from each of the points. So that kids can add those, we can use them during Bible study and they can collect it, it can go on their backpack, they can wear it, I mean, you can have it hooked to your name tag, all kinds of things. And we have this giant carabiner for the teacher. So if you don't want them going home till Friday, you can collect everybody's there. Or collect all of their name tags and hang them all on that. And then after BBS, we can use it for carrying 15 bags of groceries with one arm like Wonder Woman, right? So that helps a lot. Now the cool thing here is not just is there this thing to help us remember the Bible stories, but each of the rotations is going to have something written in uh, for example, I can't remember what the craft one is, but there's a day when they're making something in crafts and then they're hooking it to their carabiner. And so it allows them to collect memories from every rotation and from every Bible story. So by the end of the week, they're going to have something that's special to them that they could look at and say, this reminds me of BBS because this has all these memories I've collected and that's going to be something I can keep and put on my backpack and tell my friends about what the cool things were that we did at, at church this summer. So that's kind of neat. Uh, worship Rally is our other pack. And the, the cool thing about the, uh, the, the kits, the starter kit, the jumpstart kit, the Worship Rally pack, is because it's a bundle of resources, there's cost savings built in. So I always like to, to buy, if I'm going to go ahead and buy each of these pieces anyway, then I'll, I'll get it there and then I save, you know, save a few bucks. So, Worship Rally Leader Guide has your skits, the DVD pack. Uh, this, I think, is super helpful this year. It has been added onto the front. Always on the back, it tells you exactly what's on that disc. But I love that right now it's right in my face because I always get the CD and the DVD confused. Where are the PowerPoints? And where are the video? Now it tells me. Oh, thank you. 
So I know if I want some, if I want PowerPoints, if I want CD stuff, it's on the CD. If I'm looking for video files, it's on the DVD. So I'm going to need both of them. You can pull those files off and use them in ProPresenter or MediaShout or whatever your, your media team is using. Or I can pull them off and, and put them on my laptop and run Worship Rally right off my laptop. So all those files are there as well. Um, we also have our, our student and our adult VBS. Uh, Joy was telling me about doing adult VBS. We did it. We, we, call it vintage, we call it vintage VBS. I love that. VBS, vintage Bible study. Vintage Bible, vintage Bible study. I love it. That's awesome. great. <laughs> we have 34 people. That's fantastic. 34 adults. Come. Do you do it at the same same week or is it a no, different week? No, it's the same week. Same week. Awesome. We always have done adults. That's fantastic. Man, it was new for us, but it worked. Awesome. I love it. And you said you I were doing it too? No, well, I didn't do it at all adult class at church. I went to two retirement homes and took my kids and did Bible school at the retirement homes. And uh, we had a ball. I bet they loved that. We did. We played bingo. I mean, you know, uh -huh. we, you adjust it. You do oh, hymns. Yeah. You don't do the Bible school songs. Yeah. They just had a ball. I love that. That's yeah. great. Ah, I love it. First time we did that. But uh, it was so fun. The, um, the, Adult stuff also on their CD-ROM has a parenting plan. I didn't know if you knew that, which is fabulous. So that if you've got uh, families who are bringing their kids, you can have a, a, a no-pressure kind of way of involving them. Hey, we're also going to offer this parenting class. It's it's not you know it's not Jesusy. It's just to help you be a better parent. And so it's a, a five session that we're going to offer next week, or we're going to offer it next month, or whatever. It's a great kind of first step for a completely unchurched family. So that's uh, available there as well. A couple of other um, quick things I will show you. Uh, anybody know about the special friends resources? This is our curriculum design for children and adults with special needs. The first half of the book is for children with special needs and then the latter half is for adults. So it's split right down the middle, and so that's a great tool. Uh, there are helps in the administrative resources for kids who are mainstreaming or coming into, into a, a regular, typical VBS classroom with typical children, but we also have a standalone that uses the exact same Bible content uh, that is more repetitive and, and a simplified version that uh, is perfect for special needs. And then we have our our Backyard Kids Club kit. Now this is the same theme, it's the same Bible content, it's just for a different purpose. So this one is also a multi-age, it's designed for one large group of, of preschoolers and one of kids, so that's similar to multi-age, but everything you need is in the box for about 30 kids, 20, 30 kids. So if you were gonna take VBS outside of your church and do it in a cul-de-sac or do it in a nursing home, or in an apartment complex, or on a mission trip, this is a great option because it's already scaled down for you. Doesn't, you know, uh, all the media that you need is there. Uh, and so it's a 30-minute Bible study for preschoolers, 30-minute Bible study for kids, and then rotations, combined rotations, all ages. And so you've got games that work well that don't require a lot of equipment. You've got uh, crafts that don't require hand washing and things like that, you know, that aren't too messy or things aren't going to fly away because the wind blows. So it's been specifically designed to work well in an outdoor kind of setting. Uh, there's a church north of Nashville uh, that embraced this model. They had probably 2,500 kids coming to their VBS and they said, we are reaching 
more kids than we ever dreamed we could reach, but there are still more in our community that we haven't touched yet. And rather than expecting them all to come to us, we're going to go to them. And so they uh, decided to introduce 15 the first year. They're a big church so they can be ambitious. But last summer, they hosted not only their week of VBS with 2,500 kids, but then they did 42 backyard kids clubs in their communities, all hosted by church members all across the city and in different, so different communities and different pockets of their community are being exposed to the gospel through something like this, which I think is really cool. Uh, so that's, that's a great option. Another great thing about Backyard Kids Club is if you say, I hate concrete and cranes, please don't tell me it will hurt my feelings. But if you do, Backyard Kids Club goes back three years. It doesn't disappear at the end of the summer. So you can get concrete and cranes, but you can also get it for In the Wild, Game On, and Galactic Starveyors. So that's a great way to have some options. Or... Your pastor has decided all of a sudden he's going to do um, you know, a revival or he's going to do a special Bible study and you've got to provide child care. Bingo. This is great for that. So it helps to give you that VBS experience all throughout the summer at different times. So I like to just grab them and keep them on my shelf so that I can go to it whenever I might need it. Whenever somebody says, what are you going to do with the kids? I have an answer. Uh, uh, very quickly, because we only have five minutes left, I wanted to tell you a couple of things that are brand new. Uh, one is a, an option this year for a digital add-on. When you go to buy either at LifeWay.com or you call customer service, uh, we've had a lot of people wanting to purchase things digitally. So I don't want to have my, my book. I want to get it as a PDF. I want to be able to email it to my teachers, or I want to be able to print out as many copies as I need. So we have the, as if you still have to buy the physical starter kit, but then for the, the digital, or excuse me, the starter kit is $99.99, and the one with the digital add-on is $129.99. So, you know, essentially 30 bucks, you get the option to print as many leader guides as you need. You're still going to get the one that's, that's included, but you get all the leader guides for rotations and for Bible study for the ages that are in there. You're also going to get any of the media. So you get uh, the craft guide. Guess what? You're going to get all of those templates as part of that digital. You've got the digital guide. You also get the digital templates. Uh, if you're getting missions, you're going to get a digital copy of the missions leader guide, but you're also getting those video files that were on that DVD. So you're not missing anything. You're just getting that, that option as well. Uh, there is also a digital add-on for the worship rally guide. So if you wanted to get all of those video files and music and, and PowerPoints and everything digitally, you can buy that instead of the physical product. So that's a, that I think will be a big satisfier for some churches. For some churches, it may not matter at all. But there you go. Uh, you're not getting a copy of the learner piece, the take-home piece for kids. Because you still, you know, still need to have one for kids. You're, the other thing you're not going to get is the leader packs, simply because you, I promise, will not be able to print it yourself as cheaply as you can just buy it straight out because all the sizes are off and all the prep that has to work and we, we run thousands at a time and so we can get a cost really low and you just you simply can't. So that you'd still need to get you know one per classroom. So does that make sense? Cool. Uh, the next thing is babies through twos. There's a change there. Uh, we're using the same theme. 
they're going to have totally different Bible stories than the rest of BBS because we're now moving to a strategic approach to what we do for babies through twos, and we're not going to try to teach infants about the wise and foolish builder. We're going to teach them about God and about Jesus. And so for the next three years, you're going to have five foundational Bible stories this year, five different ones next year, five different the year after that, and then we're going to go back to where we were here. So 20, 21, 22, and then for 23, it's going to come back to those same five stories from 2020. Uh, so this year we're getting creation stories. So God made the whole world. God made people. God uh, planned for families, that kind of stuff. And then you're going to get to about, uh, then about Noah and then about Jesus being born. So we're going to kind of broad strokes cover those things because we're just, we're just going to teach babies where they are. Babies through two. So those are different. Uh, a new change to the Worship Valley CD set. We are now putting Bible story pictures on disc two, same place as you find all the PowerPoint stuff, because we have a lot of churches that are telling the Bible story during Worship Rally. And so it didn't help them to have that leader pack picture with a whole room of kids because they can't see it. Now, some people were scanning it, and that's fine, or some people will call us and say, do you have this digitally? But now they've got the file so they can show it on the big screen. So that's there as well. And then you'll see something else brand new. You'll see something called a, a go moment or a gospel opportunity. There will be an icon in all of the first through sixth grade and the multi-age first through sixth grade Bible study leader guides that's going to help like a flashing light show you, pay attention, this activity is a great time for you to talk about the gospel. This one is specifically designed, so be ready, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Here's your chance. So it's not really something that's been added in. It's always been there, but it's just to help to our teachers to know, hey, this is, this is an important one because of the opportunity that might be there to have a conversation. Uh, so that's going to be helpful, I think, to a lot of teachers, particularly ones who are not comfortable doing this. They, they only teach kids during BBS going to be a, you know, can't miss this. Also, we got a free font. It's the one that says free font. That's the concrete and cranes font. And so, uh, just like we had one in Game On, we built our own font. We gave it to you for free. So all of your promotional stuff and your church bulletins and everything that you're doing around your campus can look the same as all the literature and all the videos and all of that. So the font is there in these four places. And then lastly, almost lastly, our missions project this year. Uh, last year, remember, we lifted up Project Mozambique, and we worked with our friends at the International Mission Board to be able to send money directly to help that family that's working in Mozambique. And I haven't checked lately, but I think we're up to $60,000 that all of us have raised together, which is pretty incredible to help build wells and, and translate the Bible into the heart language of the people there. And so that's super important. This year, this next year, we're going to do the same thing, but with, our, with help from our friends at the North American Mission Board. So the guy that we talked about two out of the five days in In the Wild, Jorge Santiago, who's in Comorillo, Puerto Rico, uh, that was absolutely devastated by the hurricane. We're getting to pick up where his story left off. We kind of just talked about the destruction and, and his wanting to help put washers and dryers in and using the generator to help the people there. And now we get to see 
what he's been doing in this last year because he, through the help of, of um, Send Relief and the North American Mission Board team, has been helping to construct Puerto Rico, to reconstruct and to rebuild. And so thematically, it's just perfect. So we're going to get to see how he has continued to help the, the people there uh, to learn, uh, to rebuild and learn about Jesus. And then uh, lastly, I want to invite you in January. What are you doing in January? I'm going to Ridgecrest. Excellent. Well, you guys have lots of opportunities because we do some big blowout training that's great to bring your whole team to get super excited about BBS. And so there are two within driving distance of you. One's Ridgecrest Conference Center, uh, the first week of January. And then the last weekend of January, if you want to come see me again, about five hours, you'll be there. Uh, they're in Nashville, Tennessee, and so we do, a, uh, we do a great job there. Also, your state does incredible BBS training. So I would encourage you, even if you don't come to one of these events, to make sure you bring your March. whole team. In March, mm -hmm. great. Uh, get your key leadership recruited early and bring them so that they can be equipped for the, the best BBS ever because our stats tell us year after year after year there is a relationship between people who are trained to be teachers and the number of salvations that occur. Because I think a prepared teacher is the kind of teacher God uses, is the one that's sensitive to God knocking. And so we want to make sure that we do our best to, to train and to equip. And then if you've got other questions or you want to see what's happening between now and your BBS and how we can help you, this is our website. And we also use Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest to so connect with us. We do a weekly Facebook Live. Uh, in the months leading up to BBS, where we talk about all kinds of things that are helpful for, for teachers and teams in BBS. And so watch for us there and connect with us. And that's all I got. And sorry I went like two minutes over. Thank you. Y'all don't stone me.